This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. You'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know. The Heligasir of Lublin traveled to the Ukraine to visit the Heligasir of Baruch HaMezhibuz. Now everybody knows Reb Baruch was the grandson of the Helega Baal Shem Tov, and he considered himself the Baal Shem Tov successor, the top Rebbe in all of Russia. The seer Lublin, he was the greatest Rebbe in all of Poland, so their meeting was like the coming together of two great world powers. Baruch wanted to impress the seer Lublin, so he said right away, Holy seer Lublin, welcome to my city. I want you to know that I am the grandson of the holiest Rebbe who ever lived, the Helega Baal Shem Tov. But the seer Lublin... He answered calmly, and I want you to know that I am the grandson of Reb Koppel, one of the holiest Jews who ever lived. Have you ever heard of my grandfather, Reb Koppel? Well, let me tell you the story. In my grandfather's time, Jews were forbidden from making a living in almost most businesses. The only thing that they were allowed to do was to sell alcohol. And so lots of Jews ran Kretschma's little hotels where they would have a tavern and make some money from the drinks they sold. And why did the non-Jews have the Jews sell the alcohol? Well, it was pretty simple. When all the peasants would come into the tavern at the end of the day, and they would get drunk, most of the time, they would end up not paying the the tavern keeper. So better to have a Jew that would lose his back than someone else. And so Reb Koppel, my grandfather, he needed to make a living for his family, so he decided to open up one of these inns. And he ended up in a very remote location. He was the only Jew in the whole city. And outside of an occasional Jew passing by on the road, the only people that really came to drink in his tavern were the Polish peasants. Now, my holy grandfather, he wasn't really a bartender or a tavern keeper. That wasn't what he wanted to be. And what he really ended up being was a Rebbe. So he didn't want his bar to be this wild, vulgar place. And he kept it very civil there. He made a point of talking with all of his customers. He'd ask them about their lives and give them advice. And it got to the point where the peasants were enjoying interacting with Reb couples so much that they decided to stop going to the Catholic priest in town and confessing to him. One day, a new priest came into town, and he said, How come none of the people in this town come to confess their sins? And eventually somebody said to him, Well, that's because we all go to Reb Couple's tavern and confess our sins there, so we don't need a priest. The priest wasn't happy about this at all, and he told everyone, You're not allowed to confess to a Jew. That doesn't do anything for you. You have to confess to a priest a proper Catholic priest, and if not, you're going to go straight to hell. But everybody just ignored him, because they enjoyed confessing to Reb Koppel, and they liked the advice they got back from him as well. Now everybody knows, by a certain time on the day before Pesach, every Jew has to sell or destroy all of his chametz, everything that's made out of grain. And whiskey is made out of chametz. And so, since Reb Koppel had all this whiskey that he was selling, what he would do every year is sell it to one of his neighbors. He would shut down the tavern for a week, And when it was over, he'd reopen it, and everybody would come and start drinking, and the whole business picked up again. So this new priest who came to town, he decided, okay, we've got to do something about confessing here. And he made an announcement that anybody who buys Web Couples Chametz will go straight to hell. And I promise him, he will go straight to hell with his whole family. And no one's allowed to mention this to Reb Couple, or then they'll also go to hell. So Reb Couple is getting ready for Passover. It's making all the preparations, and now it's the morning before the holiday starts. And Reb Kapo goes over to his neighbor who always bought his chametz from him, 
And he said, hey, how come you didn't come over here like you do every year and buy my chametz for me? The neighbor said, oh, I'm really sorry, Reb Kapal. I'm not allowed to buy it this year. The priest told us that if anybody buys it from you, we're all going to go to hell, us and our whole families. So you see, nobody here is going to buy it from you. And Reb Kapal, he tried. He went around to the other people in town, other friends that he had, and everyone said the same thing. The priest told us if we buy it, we're going to go to hell. So it's now getting closer and closer to Pesach, and there's a certain time of day where you have to get rid of your chametz. It's not allowed to be in your possession. So Reb Kapal takes the barrels of whiskey, puts them on a wagon, and rides them out to the lake outside of town. He dumps the barrels on the lakeshore, and he announces, as it's required by Halacha, that these barrels are hefker. They're ownerless. They no longer belong to me. And then he got back on the wagon and went back to his house to prepare for the Seder. Now, he knew that this was his entire livelihood, because the way his business worked is the first barrels of whiskey that he ever received were on consignment. After he sold them, he paid for them, and then he would get another few barrels on credit. And these barrels as well were on credit. He hadn't paid for them yet. He was planning on paying for them from the profits that he would make when he sold them. But now he had left his potential profits by the lakeshore, and he had no choice. He went back home. Now, Reb Kapil, he was mamish on the level. He didn't think about those barrels all Pesach. The whole holiday, he didn't think about them at all. But when the holiday was over, he realized, Oy vey, what am I going to do? I owe so much money. I better get out of town before my landlord figures out that I can't pay the rent, and before the whiskey company finds me and tries to kill me. And he's sitting on his porch trying to figure out what to do. When one of his neighbors comes over and says, Hey, Rib Couple, I didn't know you were such a wealthy man. And Couple thinks to himself, Me, a wealthy man, look at me, I'm impoverished now. And so Rib Couple says to this guy, What are you talking about? And he said, All of those Cossacks, all of those big soldiers that have been guarding your whiskey by the lakeshore, all pass over along. Rib Couple said, What are you talking about? And this neighbor said, Why don't you go and see? So Rib Couple heads over to the lakeshore, and sure enough, he sees it surrounded by Cossacks. And everybody knows Cossacks hated Jews. More than anything, they hated Jews. And they would squash a Jew at any opportunity. So it was clear that these Cossacks were sent from heaven. And Rebbe Kapil, as soon as he shows up by the the barrels, the head Cossack, he comes over and says, Oh, thank God you're back. How long did we have to wait for you? What, a whole week you were gone? And then he tells all of his soldiers, let's get out of here. And they all ride away. So there's Rebbe Kapil by the lakeshore, sitting with his barrels of whiskey. And he thinks to himself, wow, this is amazing, you know, I'm... Not only did I not lose money, I can be right back into business, right now. But then he thinks to himself, Hashem, do you know how hard it was for me to give up these barrels of whiskey? And do you know how hard it was for me to not think about them all Passover long? If this is how you want to reward me, Hashem, please come up with another reward. And he says that out loud. And then the seer of Lublin who's telling the story, he says, My grandfather told me that at that moment he heard a voice calling out from heaven, Reb Kapil, Forget the whiskey. I'll take care of you in a different way. But more than that, since you were willing to give up everything for me, your oldest daughter, Amato, will be blessed with a son. And this son will be the greatest light in the whole world. And now the seer of Lublin is looking at Reb Baruch Mejibuz, And he says, I want you to know, Reb Baruch, that Amato is my mother. And I am the grandson who was promised to the holy Reb Kapal. Ay, 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 ay,
become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com.